conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast about balls, nuts, other crotch words. Anna's shaking her head at me. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? I'm wonderful, Dan. I am drinking a blueberry acai seltzer today. Ooh. That makes it sound alcoholic. It's not alcoholic. A it's Kroger a brand. Yes, it is a Kroger brand. I wasn't sure if you'd know since, you know, you don't live around Kroger's anymore. Yes, I do. Shopping what? at Air Juan like what? he's a millionaire. There's a Ralph's down the street. I can't even walk into Wait, Air Wait, is Juan. Ralph's owned by... By Kroger, yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, I stopped, I shopped at the pick and save, but mm. you know. I, I miss mean, the pick and save. Let me just tell you, Kroger really brought their A game. This slaps. If you like sparkling water, this is the move. Oh, the blueberry acai, simple truth. It's a vibe. Ten, this episode ten. of In Conclusion is sponsored by Kroger. <laughs> God, Kroger for grocery shopping when it's good enough. I literally me. Um, I wish that we could get sponsored by a seltzer brand. That would be my everything. That would. Be... I am almost certain that there is some like micro brew seltzer brand called like Lips or something because they're all one word. So if there is a Lips seltzer out there. Mm-hmm. We will pay you to sponsor us. Literally, okay? just send me your seltzer. I'll take one sip, and unless it tastes like absolute booty, I will probably rave about it. Yeah, so any seltzer brand out there. I know you all listen. Oh, wait, okay. I know San Pellegrino doesn't listen to us, but not San Pellegrino. Theirs is too bitter. It makes my mouth sad. Okay. <laughs> I saw people drinking out of the, because I recognize the San Pellegrino bottles, because they're yeah, the classic. Green one. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people drinking out of them at, I think Anna Airborne. and I were walking down the street and saw people drinking from it. And I was like, that is, ugh, that is My so gross. My dad does that. My dad loves it. And he's like, this is sparkling water. And then he'll also say things like, I was drinking LaCroix before it was cool. And I'm like, <laughs> dad, stop. Like, he, now that I drink sparkling water nonstop. my dad has it at the house 24 7 and i think sometimes he's like remember the days when you hated it and i could have a whole case to myself well he's just wishing he could go back in time literally he truly is that would be a great transition but i have more to say about sparkling water (laughs) so i'm gonna just throw it out the window um Lacroix always reminds me of my aunt Because whenever we would go over to her house, which is Mm. two doors away from my parents, still is. Love that. um, Like we'd be having dinner or something. And I was the only one of my brothers uh, who would drink like soda. Mm -hmm. And since it was like a special dinner, you know, you could get soda sometimes, whatever, as opposed to our normal meal of milk. Um, Or water. uh, You're weird. And I, I would ask her like, 
or she would ask, do you want anything to drink? And I'd be like, well, what does the house have? And <laughs> What's the house soda? And she was like, go check in the back fridge. I don't know. So I'd, I'd walk my little booty over there and I'd, mm-hmm. I'd open the fridge. And I'd be like, wow, there are like eight cases of LaCroix in here. Me, my dream fridge. <laughs> I saw something. And this something. was in like 2007. Oh, so before it was, it was bef- cool. way before uh, LaCroix it had already hit big in her house, but yeah. it hit big with the rest of the culture. She was just an early adopter. Wow. An icon. I saw a TikTok once that was like, my perfect girlfriend, and they were describing a woman, and then they go, the butt would double as a mini fridge stuffed with lemoncello <laughs> LaCroix. And I was like, where can I get that body mod? Like, that's what I'm trying to have for me. It's very energy intensive. I think you'd need to... It's a- Really up your calorie intake. Say less. Honestly, say less. <laughs> I need to eat, otherwise my butt mini fridge will die and the limoncello will get warm. Yes. How am I, as Gage and I say, how will my limoncellos stay cold? Oh, boy. Um, speaking of staying cold... There we go. We made it. We still we had a good it. transition. Kind of. That's a more, uh, a, a little, little deeper, deeper, deeper oh, into God. the movie reference. But yeah, the movie that we're talking about today is the second in the Austin Powers trilogy. Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Yeah, baby. Right? Ooh, Did groovy, I do it? Groovy, baby. Yay! <laughs> Directed by Jay Roach, written by Michael McCullers and Mike Myers. Uh, produced by Suzanne Todd, Jennifer Todd, and Demi Moore again. Surprise! Queen. She's she's killing it, honestly. Yeah, there's a starring... lot of women on production for this, and I was like shocked, but not surprised. Um, I'd I'd say I was surprised. This seems kind. Of, I mean, it seems like a dude movie, but a dude, but not like a, a bro movie. If there's a difference between that. I guess the reason why I'm not surprised is because, like, it's funny and it's over the top and, like, sexual, but, like, in a way that still very much is, like, the women are... Respected. Respected. Like, they are choosing to be viewed in this way. They're not just being viewed by a guy who's being a perv. Like, the women are, like, empowered by this. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, starring Mike Myers, Heather Graham, Michael York, Robert Wagner, Seth Green, Elizabeth Hurley, and Rob Lowe. Uh, released on July 11th, 1999 with a budget of $33 million. It made $312 million at the box office. On Rotten Tomatoes, it only has a 52% rating. What? The, but the critical consensus is provides lots of laughs with Myers at the helms mm-hmm. as funny or funnier than the original. I was having a grand old time. I'm going to say Gage told me that this is one of the formative movies for his com- his comedy, his sense of humor. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. In case you forgot, <laughs> Gage and I like to replace song lyrics with the word penis, and we think it's really funny because we're mature adults. Yeah, um, So stuff like that. But, like, he um, quotes this movie a lot, and I never knew it. Until to yesterday, to yesterday, <laughs> like he quotes Fat Bastard a lot. Who okay. walked so that Shrek could run? Let's just be Absolutely. honest, right? One hundred percent. Fat Bastard was just the beta version of Shrek. <laughs> he, he's Shrek without being green. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but um, Gage quotes him a lot in the Scottish voice, and I never knew what he was quoting until last night. I just assumed he was being an idiot. So. The one piece of this movie that I thought was in the third one mm -hmm. until I watched this this morning mm -hmm. was what I mentioned in the, the really well-written intro that I yes, did. Yes, loved uh, that. The, the two montages of the, the various different euphemisms <laughs> for penis and balls yes. um, that are used throughout the movie, that I remember just because this would be on Comedy Central or TBS or whatever. Yeah. All the time. And oh, that, yeah. how this was a formative uh, movie for Gage's comedy sensibilities, mm -hmm. that was a formative movie, movie just for wordplay oh, yeah. for me. Gage says that's his favorite like sequence of all film ever. He thinks it's so clever. Yeah. People and are I mean, like, it oh, is. my God, Hitchcock, Orson Welles, you know, Steven Spielberg. Nobody ever talks about Jay Roach. <laughs> I mean, it's a clever scene, you know? It's very clever, yeah. And I was actually laughing because I saw that on TikTok. Somebody just posted that on TikTok with no context, and I didn't know what it was. So I watched it the other day and was like, okay. And then I watched it last night, and I was like, it, it's all making sense now. It's all coming together <laughs> now. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah, that was me. That was me. I have, not related to the movie, but uh, I have that experience with songs where I will hear a song snippet on TikTok mm -hmm. 800 times. Mm -hmm. uh, like the My Boo song. Mm -hmm. uh, Started when we were younger, you, you were, were mine. My, my boo. boo. Yeah. That, I heard that in a store yesterday <laughs> the whole song and i was like what the what there's oh, what the hell there's more i realized that a popular sound on tiktok is the end of an abba song while i was visiting gage's grandparents and drunk dancing to abba with his cousin i'm trying to figure so, out which one i can't remember which one and now it's gonna haunt me i'm gonna have to listen to abba gimme 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 no i can't it's remember. not dancing queen no it's not dancing queen i'll report back I don't okay. remember which one it is. Wait, let me go through my ABBA collection that oh, I have. Oh, God. Not the whole ABBA collection. All of it. All of their songs. Oh, yes. Is it... Uh, it is not loading. Spotify has decided to not load for me now. Well, I guess no I'll matter. come back to you later with the answer to that mystery. I, You don't understand <laughs> how baited my breath is. So baited. Um, I just would like to say I asked Gage to come in quietly, and he is coming in so quietly, like, it's ridiculous. He's being a little mouse, and I just think it's really funny. I looked over, <laughs> and he was trying to close the chain lock so gently. He's walking, like, with his little fingers up, like he's tiptoeing right now. Anyway. Ooh, like he's, like he's a, a, a cartoon sneaking in somewhere. Yes. Gage, we already talked about how much you love Fat Bastard, though. He made a shocked face. Oh, darn. I was hoping he'd do the impression. Um, oh, he did. Don't you worry. After that, good. he did an impression. Okay. Dancing Queen. Dan, I don't know. <laughs> take a chance on me. I think it was take a chance on me, actually. And I'm not just saying that so you stop asking. I genuinely think it was. <laughs> Either that or Chikatita. Uh, that one, Chikatita? Yeah. yeah. I'll get back to you. In high school, not mm -hmm. surprisingly, I did the morning announcements. And mm -hmm. 
we had this little glockenspiel that they would do to do like the chimes to start the announcements and we got really bored of that within like a week of doing them so then my friend brought in a toy piano which was then taken away from us for being too annoying and then we brought in a full electric piano oh god to do like the musical we were all very musical and very popular um but one week in the meantime between doing getting the full piano and having the toy piano mm-hmm. we did abba week but no. we would do it a cappella uh, none of us were singers none of us are singers every time i sing an angel gets its horns and not its horn it goes directly to hell yeah, um, but we did take a chance on me. I knew I was saying, if you change your mind, take a chance, 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 take a chance. Oh God, I loved that energy. It's really going to be unaligned in editing this, and I'm not going to sync it up. It'll be no, it's going to be like I said, an angel gets its horns. Anyway, Austin Powers. Yeah, let's do it. So, the movie starts out back in Prince's favorite year, 1999. Ooh! And Austin, he is I'm, on his I'm honeymoon right now. with Vanessa amazing. Kensington, his wife that he met in the previous movie, played by um, Elizabeth Hurley. Very pretty, once again. Yeah, Gage still loves her. Ooh, speaking How- of which, I sent him a picture of Kendall Jenner from the Met Gala. I hope he looked at it. Her whole butt is out. So, oh yeah you're gonna have to rush to your phones listeners she looks gorgeous <laughs> but her as if is out. by the time we post this that will not have already gone through nine cycles of yeah, viral right. true but still i saw yeah. it first obviously so austin well he's going to rewind the tv uh rewind the tape that he's watching uh to really place this in a specific time period mm-hmm. uh, he realizes that his wife is actually a fembot Controlled by Dr. Evil, who was sent there to kill him. We all say gasp in unison. Gasp. I was, I'm not going to, oh, I didn't actually mean that. (laughs) Um, I was really confused when it started. I was like, what, what's wrong with our TV? And then I, I just, you know, Dan, sometimes I, I think, but I don't think, you know what I mean? I I get it. Sometimes Uh, I think, but I don't use the old noggin. So Austin, you know, he's sad about this very briefly, uh, very briefly. Oh my God, so briefly. <laughs> he then... runs through the halls naked in excitement that he's single again. Naked and dancing through the halls. I mean, to the same song. Oh, I was saying to take a chance on me by Abba. No, are you kidding me? Dan and Anna. He wouldn't do take a chance on me. No, he'd do gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. Oh, hell yeah. That's the vibe. He's a swinging man. He'll go both ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then we we cut to a NATO facility where Michael McDonald, not that one, is once again. Literally so disappointing. Full stop. I know. I haven't Um, seen a single yacht or heard a single rock since the film started. So every time. Uh, that somebody says his name in the distance. If you listen very closely, you'll hear. I knew it. I knew it was going to be something like that. <laughs> you know, there's an entire episode of Family Guy dedicated to Yacht Rock, and it's one of my favorite episodes. There is a 
programming block on 87.7 MeTV FM. Of course. In Chicago. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's on their other MeTV stations because they have one in Milwaukee too, mm-hmm. uh, which is 95.5 HD2. Oh, my Lord. I'm really upset because we don't get reception for MeTV in our apartment right now. You and don't? Like, we don't. We're, we're, we have weird reception. We don't have any exterior walls. We have an interior courtyard. Oh, so that makes sense. Okay. We don't get the reception. I'm like, I'm missing most of my life now. But they have a Saturday night programming block of Yacht Rock. Two hours, yeah. all of Yacht Rock. That's literally Michael all McDonald, I Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins, all that stuff. It's That's beautiful. Like, you. you know what I mean? <laughs> you are. Literally. Um, so anyway, then the the NATO guy, he's watching the Jerry Springer show. And who does he see on there? <laughs> but Scott, who's upset that his dad came back and then left. And then who comes out? But Dr. Evil. Listen, as somebody who loves trashy TV, this part had me rolling. I was like, Jerry Springer's having a good old time being on this. And they do establish, there's a shot of uh, Dr. Evil's egg-shaped spaceship coming out of the big boy. I I hated that it was egg-shaped. Why is he laying an egg? He's not a chicken! (laughs) But I really wish that this was just how his character was introduced in this one. Out of nowhere, he just shows up on the Jerry Springer show. We don't need to see him come back. We get it. Ugh. It'd be very funny. But it is very funny anyway. Um, they start a coup on the Jerry Springer show also. <laughs> and start tearing everything up. I mean, honestly, we love that Dr. Evil. Wait, is this the part when he starts fighting the Nazi and the KKK member and the random? Yes. Yes. Honestly, love that energy. Keep that up. Dr. Evil, Antifa, big fan. Um, although they also, they, they show his lair in Seattle, which is the Space Needle with the Starbucks logo oh on it. Oh my God, I was rolling! <laughs> uh, because they are major investors in Starbucks and he I mean, has a new plan. Yeah, I mean, smart. It is uh, smart. I drink Starbucks way more often than I should. Uh, he has a new plan. To develop a time machine, go back to the 60s, and steal Austin Powers' mojo, making him just not the sexy swinger man that he is. Truly not groovy, baby. It's also in this scene that we're introduced to the best character in the franchise? Top three? I don't know. Mini-me. I, I, oh, okay. I was getting ahead of my... Listen, Dan, I'm not as fresh as I once was with this movie. And by once was, I mean yesterday. Yesterday? I (laughs) couldn't remember if you meant Fat Bastard or Mini-Me. I love Mini-Me because he reminds me of me. And I tried to convince Gage that we should go as Mini-Me and Dr. Evil. I also tried to convince him that we should go as Scott and Dr. Evil for Halloween. Uh I'm just really... The couple's costume ideas from this movie flying at me. Like, flying. You, I think what you should do is go as um, Frau Farbacina. Love that. And Mini-Me, but you're Mini-Me. Yeah, honestly, I was just mm-hmm. going to, that's the energy, Dan. Not it's traditional like, couples costumes. You know, I really wanted, I really want to do at some point a, a gender swap Rob and Laura from the Dick Van Dyke show where oh I... God. And Mary Tyler Moore and Anna is Dick Van Dyke, so she's just wearing a very fifties suit, and I got the hair and the. I think you guys could really pull that off. I'd love to see it. Right, I truly would. I 
I am not allowed to say what our Halloween costume is this year, but it's very fun. Oh, I'll tell you what our Halloween costume for this year is. Hit me. Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Are they a couple? Yes, you didn't know. Oh, I didn't. I They're don't watch E! News couple. now that I'm not at my parents. Oh, God. So go, I on Travis, go on Travis's Instagram. It's just pictures of him holding her butt, like, straight up. King shit. I mean... So Absolutely. I told, well, Gage didn't want a high maintenance costume, so all I have to do is buy him some tattoo sleeves, and we're ready to go. It's pretty good, yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. Yeah. Uh, so they go back in time, Dr. Evil and Minnie Me do. Uh, they meet a younger number two, played by Rob Lowe, uh, and a younger Frau, played by the same actress, Mindy Sterling. <laughs> Dying. And they also meet Fat Bastard. Gage's in a son. kilt, just every time he walks, an earthquake goes off. Uh, Shrek, truly. Shrek, absolutely. Who then uses a a syringe to steal the mojo from Austin's frozen body? I have but one complaint to make about Fat Bastard, besides the fact that he would not be flying in today's culture. Absolutely. But not. It, I'm looking at this through the lens of 1999. Okay. Okay. I don't like when people have a lot of spit. It really grosses me out. I had to look away so often when he was talking because of all the drool that Mike Myers had. It was mm-hmm. too much for me. I couldn't I'm even look you. when I watched the Hamilton recording and you saw Jonathan Groff drooling all over. And I love Jonathan Groff. That's okay. I, I, I don't like spit that much too, but that was funny. I guess I don't I, like the spit ugh. sounds more than seeing spit. Oh, God. That and the sound of like when people have really dry mouths and they're talking and you can hear their lips smack. Mm. Literally so nasty to me. I'm sorry Chewing. to everyone with a dry mouth or that spits a lot. My mom has rubbed off on me. She hates hearing people chew. Oh, you're going to love the audio I left for you earlier. <laughs> Can't wait. I did an ASMR of me eating my Rice Krispies. ASMR is the... uh, I hate ASMR as a concept. You enjoy that, wink. Uh, um, Well, while Austin is trying to enjoy some time with a woman, I think it's Robin Spitz Swallows, um, if I'm correct. Or maybe not. No, I think it's with Kristen uh, Kristen Johnson, isn't it? Um, who's from Whitefish oh, Bay? Oh, yeah, Ivana Hump a lot. Yeah, who's from Whitefish Bay? She went to Whitefish Bay High School. Oh. She's not from there, I guess. She's born somewhere else, but she went to high school in Wisconsin, I think. She was born in D.C. Yeah, I don't know how she ended up here. but yeah, Probably uh, her parents moved. Yeah, well, I think she might have been a military kid, now that I think oh, about it. Oh, my gosh, I just got so scared. Why? I'm on her personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay section on Wikipedia, and her father was former Wisconsin Republican State Senator Rod Johnston. Not Ron Johnson. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's like oh god, but Rod Johnston. That's a little too close for comfort, if you ask right? me. Right. Uh, anyway. Anything related to Ron Johnson is too close for comfort. Ick. Yeah. He is life's chewing sound. Um, so. Um, Why'd you say that right as I took a big drink of my water, Dan? You know, I just I just wanted to take your mojo from you, too. Not uh, my blueberry. The Ministry of Defense 
get in contact with Austin and send him back to 1969 in a time-traveling Volkswagen. They literally made the scene for me where they're like, just just ignore all of the laws of time travel. It's it's yeah. just suspend your belief. <laughs> Gage literally looked at me and he's like, they made this scene so that you wouldn't complain. Yeah, he turned the... Um, Basil Exposition turns to the camera and goes, and we hope the audience will ignore these laws too. And we I do. Pouted. I pouted Absolutely. the whole time. No, yes. it works. All Humph. movies' internal logic is perfect. Humph. Uh, so uh, Austin arrives at a party in his London uh, apartment, and there he meets CIA agent Felicity Shagwell, played by <laughs> Heather Graham, who is, once again, I don't know, once again, I don't know why, but distractingly beautiful. Just like me. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So they are, there is an assassination attempt on them by Dr. Evil's operatives and they escape, but they are pursued by Will Ferrell, Mustafa, (laughs) through the the winding roads and hills of London, which they say, isn't it crazy how London looks like Southern California? Yeah, Dan, does your home look like, look like a... London, the countryside. I think it really does. And I especially like the fact that to make sure that the audience knows that they're in London, every time that they have a set piece where they're not driving through, there's just a phone booth. I saw that. There. I was like, geez, Louise. <laughs> like they, where they have, I guess, the holdup of Mustafa. There's a phone booth on a random curve on a highway. In the middle of a street, yeah. Which I'm pretty sure that curve where they stop is the same one in the music video for InSync's Bye Bye Bye, where they swerve the car. Oh, iconic, truly. Every little thing I do, they punch wrong, the music. Wrong punch song. Music. Wrong song. Oh, shoot. You were singing It's Gonna Be Me. No, I wasn't. Oh, wait, yes, I was. Yeah, you were. I Don't was just so excited. Test me on my InSync. I was just thinking about how they punched the music and I got too excited. That's fair. All music is punching music. That's sorry. I was not we're not punching music. We're looking for the hand bye 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 bye. But they also like, punch in yeah. bye bye bye. Yeah, there's just a lot of arm work in their music videos. They do a lot of uh, Pilates. Is that what's the one they do like arm stuff? Uh, you're asking the wrong answer. Jazzercise? I don't know. Jazzercise is like dancing. It's like Zumba. <laughs> Pilates, I think, is core. I really don't know. <laughs> uh, so they, they catch Mustafa, where he reveals that Dr. Evil is in a volcano lair, but he get, his weakness is being asked the same question three times. Oh, God. Um, as they're about to get the answer of where the location of the lair is, Mini-Me pops up, shoots him with a blow dart, gives him the middle finger, and then... He's dressed as a baby. Yeah. (laughs) And then he falls off a cliff. He doesn't die. He breaks both his legs and attempts to walk, (laughs) and it doesn't go too well. It's funny, though. God, I love Will Ferrell. Sorry, Mom. Uh, And then in looking at photographs from... His party, Austin, identifies Fat Bastard as the man who stole his mojo. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know how. Also, there was an earthquake this morning in Los Angeles. 
How was it your first earthquake? It was my first earthquake. It was weird. How was, was Poppy? Like, it was Sorry. at 8 o'clock. She's fine, I think. She's I'm more fine. concerned for her. <laughs> As you should be. She's the one uh, whose life matters here. True. But Sorry, Dan. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning, on the mm-hmm. dot. And I thought that I had like started to fall asleep and just mm-hmm. jerked back awake. Oh, the worst one, feeling. There was like one big like rumble. Oh. It, did, it wasn't like shaking or anything. It was just like a like you went over a speed bump a little too quick. The Earth car. went over a speed bump. Yeah. Did and Anna sleep like, through it? No, she was awake too, and she was like, "I brought it up to her after the fact." She was like, "Huh?" And I didn't realize it was an earthquake until I went on the Los Angeles Reddit page, Not like twenty Los minutes Angeles later, Reddit. and somebody posted earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't know either. Do was there an aftershock? Probably not. This is a magnitude three point something. So it was a so baby. So it barely felt anyway. So mm-hmm. if there were aftershocks, there wouldn't be anything. Got it. Got anyway, it. Anyway. Well, stand in a doorway. We still don't have a table to hide under. I thought you were supposed to stand in a doorway. We have one doorway. Two, stand on I each guess. other's shoulders. How would that help? I don't know. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> but the fat bastard's earthquake walk reminded yes. me of the of course. earthquake. Um, fat bastard shows up to Dr. Evil's lair with his mojo, which then Dr. Evil drinks and has Gross. has a, uh, a night in with Frau Farbacino. I hated that scene. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. They uh, His they, nipples, then, Dan. They the, next, me. The, the next morning, uh, or I guess later, she Frau Farbacina reveals that she is late as Scott walks in. Gasp. Having traveled back through time. With uh, his blue hair. And then it's revealed that <laughs> she is actually Scott's mother. I mean, loved that reveal, honestly. I did, too. Loved that it literally didn't affect anything about him, though, which defies time travel logic. But you know what? I guess that's fine. I guess I'm just going to have to sit with that. The audience has been asked to ignore it. (sighs) Are you not a gracious viewer? No. (laughs) So Dr. Evil has a new plan. He's going to destroy or hold the world ransom. By threatening to destroy cities using a laser on the moon. (laughs) And he calls up the president to hold a ransom for a hundred billion dollars, which is greeted with huge guffaws and laughs. Because it's the 60s, that kind of money doesn't exist. Also, that president is supposedly Richard Nixon. He's way too handsome to be Richard Nixon. He's Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins? Not Tim Robinson. That's, wait, who? What? What's going on? I think on? you should leave. Tim Robbins from Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Not Stephen's best work. I'm sorry, what? I don't like that movie. I'm sorry, what? It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't that written by Stephen King. Uh, the short the po- story that it was adapted from. 
Yeah. Was. Well, they the took a short was... story and made it into a long movie. I was bored. The, the movie was written by the guy who uh, created The Walking Dead mm. and wrote the first two seasons of it. And The Mist. Yeah, which is also based off of a Stephen King book. Yeah. Anyway, now that my whole image of you has been shattered. I just don't like it. It's boring. It's too sad. It's sad? What? The end of the redemption. The freedom. It's literally called Shawshank Redemption. You did not need to say it like that. The redemption. There's also a horrible rape scene in it. It's just not for me. Different strokes isn't the right phrase to use here. But you, you know, maybe just say it's okay to have different opinions. Different opinions make the world go round about movies. Too many words. Different Ooh. strokes. Okay. So, um, the, the exact phrase in the synopsis that I'm reading for the next scene of the movie is, In London, Austin and Felicity get to know each other. Wink. Is there a wink emoji after that? I wish, but when Felicity tries to have carnal relationships, carnal relations with him. Disgusting. That's that's a Dan O'Keefe special. Why Um, didn't you say get to know him biblically? That's the Anna. I I couldn't think of the phrase. That's what I was trying to come up with, Mm, but I couldn't remember. I was trying to come up with whatever the Bible phrase was. Biblically. Do you know Mm. him biblically? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, baby. Right? Oh, they do it. groovy, baby. Yes. Um, he turns her down because he has lost his mojo and he can't get it up. That's the main thing. I mean, it's a common problem, right? That's This I've movie's really an allegory. Um, you it's know the allegory of, of the cave from Plato? Oh, God, Dan. It's been this so This is the long. allegory of the pole. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Goodbye. you. Goodbye. <laughs> so um under the ministry of defense they tell austin and felicity to implant a homing beacon into fat bastard so they by can any him. means necessary and they do mean any means necessary this is disgusting uh felicity she seduces fat bastard who Props to Fat Bastard. He thinks he's the sexiest man in the world. And he says so. Q Gage, uh, oh my God, quoting more lines from Fat Bastard, as he always does. And Felicity is able to implant the homing device, which looks uh, suspiciously like an anal plug, into his anal plug hole. For clarification, when I said this scene is disgusting, that is what I was referring to. Yes. I find poop jokes insufferable, but I find thick men. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I would What not... about last movie? That was different. You were like, oh, I love fart jokes. Fart jokes I love. Poop jokes I think are gross. There's a okay. fine line, Daniel. Oh, sorry. So the the line <laughs> the line is what it, Phase of matter it is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gas Correct. is beautiful. Gas is hilarious. On the line. Solids, get out of here. Literally, right there's off with the that. door. See right yourself Right off with out. that shit. Literally. Literally. <gasps> Thank you. <You're> <laughs> um, so 
fat bastard. Uh, they think that they've got him trapped. They think they've found where the secret lair is. Austin I'm rolling Felicity, my eyes. Austin and Felicity break into uh, the private room where they say it is. Turns out he, he, he just crapped it out. He absolutely decimated that toilet. <laughs> he did. Can I confide in you something, Dan, and our listeners and my mom who's going to be repulsed? Okay. I feel like I can no longer, like when I, this is a poop joke. I'm about to make a poop joke. Everybody hold on to your hats. I feel like I can no longer say, like, if I'm about to, like, poop, that I'm about to go blow up the bathroom <laughs> because I'm scared <laughs> that somebody, like an FBI agent, will see it on my phone and think I'm making a threat. And then they'll just find me in there <laughs> pooping. And it'll be terrible. Occupied! Is yeah, they're kicking so, down the door. <laughs> Ma'am, what do you have in there? <laughs> Literally nothing. Like, that's my, my irrational fear. Nothing I'm trying to keep! Yeah, Literally. So that's my irrational fear I just wanted to share with you since it felt appropriate for this moment. I'm glad I know that. I'm glad you shared that with everyone. I, You know, I think everybody deserved to know. because 20 years from now, when you're being interviewed by the Shepherd Express, they're going to ask <laughs> you about this, and you'll have to own up to it. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, that's true. I still, I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to accidentally cause a bomb scare, okay? I'm not trying to have that drama, so... <laughs> Uh, so they have to save part of the stool sample, uh, which they do. And then as they are testing it, Austin, who says that, you know, his skills have been sharpened from years of spy work, does drink the stool sample, which he says is a bit nutty. Uh, Oh, (laughs) no, I had to look away again. I had to look away. Uh, but they track the layer to one Caribbean island because there's a vegetable that only grows there. So Austin and Felicity, they show up on the island and immediately they are captured. And they're wearing like sexy matching outfits that I love. They are. Serving. As they should. Love it. Um, they, so they're put in a, a, a cell and they are trying to figure out a way to get out. They escape by Felicity revealing herself to the guard uh, using what some would say her feminine wiles. I mean, if you got it, flaunt it, girl. Right? And she's got a rockin' bod, so. Life or death situation, you do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I'd do the same, but I don't think it would have the same effect. <laughs> a second guard comes in to double watch. Wait, wait, no! <laughs> No. No. Hey guys, that's not what I, that's not what I wanted to have. What can I do? Oh, I get it. I can show you a magic trick. Literally, literally. I'd be <laughs> like, what if I, you know, talk about dogs with you for a while? Would that do it? So Find this is a cocker ground. spaniel. They're just asleep. You They're put like, them to sleep oh. by showing them pictures of dogs on your phone. Goes on a rant about adopt, don't shop. Uh, so they escape and. Dr. Evil and Mini-Me leave for the moon to install the laser, uh, but they're pursued. I completely pursued. forgot to mention something, Dan. Sorry, what My is it? My favorite part of the movie was when Dr. Evil and Mini-Me both had their hairless cats. Mm-hmm. I did think it was funny when Mini-Me tried to eat his cat. But my favorite was just <laughs> when the cats were on screen. It brought me a lot of serotonin. Okay, that's um, it. Austin and Felicity chase after them in Apollo 11. Oh, God. Uh, 
And then at Dr. Evil's moon base, Austin has a fight with Mini-Me. Uh, Mini-Me's a sneaky one. He oh, bites. God, he climbs into, like, a reverse, like, a reverse, um, oh, my God, I'm having a brain fart. Chestburster, right? Like, from Alien? Yeah. yeah. He climbs like, into he what climbs Austin's into wearing. The suit. Yeah. Um, and another, uh, what, what form of bathroom humor is Austin not physically crapping him out of his suit? Oh, that's funny. Cause he's physically crapping mini me okay. out of his suit, but he's not actually pooping. So it's not just phase of matter. It's, it's just something more the than that. actual poop freaks me out, Dan. Like I'm fine with like dog poop, human poop. Disgusting. Disgusterous. As my dad would say, uh, Austin flushes him into space. I laugh. And, uh, and then Dr. Evil gives Austin a choice. Either save the world or save Felicity, who is trapped in a chamber filled with poison gas. I got heated over this part again. Um, Felicity says save the world. Austin does. She dies. And that is Austin Powers, the spider That is jacket. not <laughs> it, because there's a lot more of me being annoyed by time travel. Uh, before Austin can kill Dr. Evil, though, Dr. Evil's like, you should just go back in time and save Felicity and the world. Um, so Austin goes back 10 minutes, has a wonderful time with two Austin powers. God. You know, sometimes I think about whether or not I would like myself if I met me. I would not Uh, like myself, I already I don't think that I would either, but... the uh, Austin, absolutely the type of guy who would love himself. I mean, yeah. Biblically. Yeah, he absolutely would. He absolutely would. I don't think I'd even enjoy having a conversation with myself for very long. <laughs> but that's just because I've met other people who I think are similar to me and I can't stand them. But I think it's because of my Leo energy where I want to be the funniest one in the room. How can you stand being on this podcast? It's really, Dan? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I get that. Um, so that's not to say that I can't appreciate other people. And I'm not always I, like that. I, really, anyway, that makes me sound like such a bitch. I, anyway. I just, I want to say I'm really proud of you for doing this podcast for so long then, because it's really, it's... <sighs> I'm proud it's like of me for staying therapy. your friend so long, Dan. <laughs> God. Uh, so they save the world and Felicity, but Dr. Evil initiates the self-destruct mechanism on the moon and escapes by throwing Austin's mojo in the air, which lets Gasp. him get into his escape pod as Austin's trying to catch his mojo. Um, and we learn Austin would be terrible at baseball. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He tries to catch it, but it drops on the ground. Big bloop. Um, <laughs> you heard me big bloop it made me laugh i like when you see the pheromones disappear into the air i know um but as it turns out austin's mojo wasn't what was in that vial it was the confidence he had along the way wow how grinchy of him you know right. austin's mojo grew three sizes that day I don't think that they can legally say that I don't without think they it can being either. rated NC-17. Wink. <laughs> Nod. Wink with both eyes, which is just a blink. Uh, so then Austin and Felicity hop through the time portal and go back 
to Prince's favorite year once again, 1999. Mm-hmm. Is everything good? Almost. A oh, fat bastard is back, and he's trying to assassinate Austin. Sigh. Felicity disarms him, and then they have a party. In 1969, Dr. Evil recovers Mini-Me from space. And then on the Jerry Springer show, Scott learns that he's the love child of Dr. Evil and Frau Farbacina. At least he's able to, like, he and his mom can hug it out. Mm -hmm. And then Austin goes back to his pad where he sees past Austin and Felicity meeting each other biblically. Oh, God. But, you know, they're the same person. It's not cheating. And Austin's like, he's groovy, t- baby. He sort of turns him on. like. <laughs> yeah. Then the movie ends. Oh, and it's so cute. And that is, that is Austin Powers, the spy who Wait, shagged me. Dan, I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Besides the fact that you make me feel like I'm not the funniest person in the <laughs> Um... <laughs> You said there was a song from this movie that gets stuck in your head every time you watch it. What song was it? It wasn't. In, it's in the third one. I realized. Okay, because the movie ended and the credits were rolling and I was like, I know both of these songs and like they're good, but like nothing to write home about. I had actually never heard the original version of the um, Word Up. I've only ever heard Corn and Little Mixes. Oh my gosh. It. So I was like, why do I know this song? And then I was like, oh wait, that's because this is the original <laughs> Uh, I also, I skipped over the fact that there are multiple Dr. Evil songs in this, including him rapping to just the two of us. Yeah, it's it's too much. Just the two of us. I think it's just enough. Um, yeah, so now that you've seen this, thoughts. Now that's I, more than just quotes from Gage. I was going to say, I feel like I understand my boyfriend better than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I So far, I've been having a really good time with these movies, and I'm really glad that we decided to watch these. And uh-huh. I like had been wanting to tell you that I wanted to watch these for a while, but I kept forgetting whenever we were picking new movies or like you had already planned something, which is fine. Uh-huh. And I just kept forgetting, and then I was like, I see an opportunity. And so far, I'm really happy that I said something because this movie was hilarious. The last movie was hilarious. I have... High hopes that the next one will be hilarious. I'm just having a good time overall, Dan. Good. Also, I love the scene with the two hairless cats. As stated earlier, that was peak comedy for me. <laughs> I love hairless cats. Thank you. Um, I, 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 uh, these are just such fun movies. They so are. they're silly and they're fun. They are everything that a, a, a movie like this should be. Mm-hmm. And, I know exactly what I'm getting, and I'm happy with what I get. Mm-hmm. No twists, no turns, nothing too crazy. Uh, I don't know. There in. are twists. There are turns. Scott, everything happening in Scott's life. Okay, <laughs> that's that's Scott. shocking. Scott needs therapy. Like, <laughs> oh my, Scott needs so much therapy. Oh, uh, Seth Green is really funny in that role too, though. Like, he's really good at it. He is. I he's don't know at- how much of it is acting because that seems like most of Seth Green's exactly. roles. Well, he is good friends with Fallout Boy. Fun fact. Oh, I think the he's man? good friends with Pete Wentz. <laughs> yeah, the man. The, the Fallout Man. I yes, Fallout Man. I think he's friends with Pete Wentz. Um, but uh, they, I mean, like he talks a lot about like if 
seen was he on joe's podcast hang on i'm doing a research give me one second yeah he was he was on the first episode of joe troman's podcast mm. so he's oh, friends the first with episode Boy. okay yeah so he's friends with fallout boy all of them and like he talks, he's just very interesting because I feel like when he's just being a normal person, obviously he's like a normal person. And I don't get a lot of like diva energy from Seth Green, but he really kills it at playing like really weird and disgruntled teenagers, even like on Family Guy as an adult. And like he was yeah. on a couple seasons of that 70s show mm-hmm. and this, I think those are the things I know him best from. And I just always find his performances to be really good. And I yeah. really enjoy him. He's never miscast. No. Yeah. He uh, is really great. He knows how to do what he does. Like, he's always great in the roles he plays. Yeah. Uh, so some trivia that we mm-hmm. got. Rob Lowe, who plays the young version of number two. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his impression of Robert Wagner, who plays old number two. Mm-hmm. He developed it several years before appearing in the movie because he dated one of his daughters. Oh, my God. Uh, Basil's remark about the audience ignoring the mechanics of time travel, unscripted. You just got a shocked face. What's happening? Yeah, just give me like two seconds. I'm trying to figure something out that I didn't. Um, Seth Green was in the original It miniseries, and I didn't know that. Oh, you and I am like it. Well, I do. I don't really like the old one. I'm feeling a little anxious right now because <laughs> Tim Curry in that movie like really freaks it's really me out. Scary, yeah. Okay, I can't do this. It's giving me anxiety. I gotta look at the modern day Pennywise. I'll feel better. I'll feel safer. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Bill Skarsgård, uh, Daddy Wise, is it safe? Okay. Yeah, so I'll say it again for your sake. Thank you. Basil's remark about the audience ignoring the mechanics of time travel was unscripted. I told Gage. They literally wrote that for me. Right. Literally for me. Nobody else. Um, this was nominated for an Oscar for Best Makeup. Oh, well, I get that. I mean. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really any crazy over-the-top makeup, but everybody was looking pretty good. Pretty period. The Norwegian title for the movie is... Forgive my Norwegian. It's, I okay. I'm a little rusty. Uh, Spionen son spermet meg, which is a way of saying the spy who ejaculated on nope, me. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Hate that. Uh the movie earned more in its first weekend than the first one did over its entire run. Hmm. Well, once it develops a fan base, I guess. Michael York, who played Basil Exposition, said in an interview that his own grandchildren showed him respect and admiration for the first time after seeing him play Basil. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's one piece of trivia that I, I see on here that I, I'm not going to say cause it's not backed up by anything. And like, I looked into it and there's no sources aside from it, just like recursive sources. 
oh, about it. Okay. It would be a very spicy piece of trivia, but I'm not going to say it. If you oh. want to know what it is, you can look it up, but I don't want to spread misinformation. I want to know what it is. Damn. I'll tell you after. Okay. My ears are ready. I would tell you now, but that would mean I have to edit something out, and I don't want to, so I'll tell Ugh. you after. Not editing. <laughs> uh, but uh, the remark about how the hills of London and England look like Southern California, that mm-hmm. was also improvised. It was funny. <laughs> It was. Uh, and that is really all the trivia that I have for mm. the movie. Um, so I got a question for you. I have a question for you, too. Can I go first? Yes, please. Um, you know the the, rest- the safe house? Is that yeah. Austin Powers in the bathroom that if you lift the flap and you look at it? No, it's, else? it's Sean Connery. Oh. Or, no, it's Burt Reynolds. I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. Okay, thank you. If, if you're visiting Milwaukee dear listener and you want a fun time for the whole family go to the safe house they have really good chips they have really good cheese curds mm-hmm. oh. okay you don't I, know how many of those chips that i ate when i worked there yeah i know it, they, they were, were so... just in like a popcorn maker in the back that would keep them warm oh god i would have been so fat for eating all I would those just, i just took a cup i wasn't supposed to i got yelled at by my manager so many times for doing it but i was like what they're so delicious oh they're so good so good. Now I want to go back there. It's been so long. Go back. They're open. I know. I saw. I have to find time. Yeah. Maybe they'll let me in because I know the password this time. I Damn. didn't tell. You didn't let me in. Yeah. You know, the the spy keeper's prerogative. Dan, I knew the password. I said it to you and you still didn't let me in. I never <laughs> let anyone that I know in. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, so anyway, my question for you, Anna, would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas's Mini Me? Oh! <laughs> I don't know. A surprise. Not what I thought you were going to say. I know. I don't know. I'm trying to picture it and I can see it, but... But can you feel it? I can't. I, don't, I, think, I think it wouldn't be as funny because Mini Me is like a... For le- like he's a little monster almost like he's like a little alien mm-hmm. and he's cute but terrifying and I don't know that I think that's something that Jonathan Taylor Thomas could pull off I find Jonathan Taylor Thomas terrifying sir I'm scared of a man with knowledge <gasps> oh my god I'm scared of a man who knows more about my bones than I do <laughs> oh wait how much does he know about bones no cause it's that thing that's like I'm pretty... What is it that got milk? Oh, yeah. Literally, Alex texted me something about that on my birthday. Let me find it. Uh, If you haven't listened to our... um, Was it I'll Be Home for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, No. Was it? When did we have Alex? Well, we had Alex on for the Tom Hanks trilogy. Yes. So, if you haven't listened to our Tom Hanks... uh, You've got mail or sleepless in Seattle, Joe versus the volcano, and do we do you've got mail? No, it wasn't sleepless in Seattle because we did it for Valentine's Day, didn't we? I don't know. There were three comedies: Splash. Yeah. We did Splash and oh, another Splash, one. Alex, yes. go back, listen to all our episodes. Alex <laughs> talks about got milk for like ten minutes, and it's very it's fun. honestly everything. That was back when we convinced him to change his uh, Tinder profile to be all got milk ads, and it was everything. And now. You know, it worked. Is that how he met his lady? 
Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So glad to be a matchmaker. Honestly, right. book us to be your matchmaker. We'll get you hooked up. Don't worry. You've heard of the millionaire matchmaker. How about the matchmaker for those in college debt? Love that for us. Right? Really rolls off the tongue. It really does. Um, to answer the question that you didn't ask, would this movie be better, oh. worse, or the same with Jimmy Stewart? Would this as... movie be better, worse, or the same with Jimmy Stewart as... Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil? It'd be worse. Although, <laughs> Scott, Scott, www.sh.com. Oh my God, those <laughs> scenes are too much. Uh, it wouldn't work. You, Mike Myers is really the only person who can do, who who can be Dr. Evil, yeah. Fat Bast, any of the characters he plays. They're his a, characters. They're his children, essentially, yeah, you know? He's a very singular presence. And I love that they're all so different, too. Like, yeah. sometimes I feel like when people do characters, like, sometimes they run together like Johnny Depp. But, like, these characters are very separated and very distinct. Yes. Even distinct from some of his other characters that we know, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I get you. I'm picking yeah. up what you're putting down. Yeah, you smell what I'm stepping in? Uh, is that a poop joke? Yeah, but my friend and I used to say it to each other in high school a lot, so my mom still says it to me. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to five fat bastards, what do you give this movie? Hmm. Four. I had a good time. I really thoroughly enjoyed myself. I really did. Me too. Same. I'm giving four? it a four. Four fat bastards? Four, four fat bastards. walking so Shrek could run? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a fun time. That's the really easiest is. way to say it. Just a fun time. Yeah. I guess, okay, going back to what I said about all of Mike Myers' characters being different, the only ones that aren't different are Shrek and Fat Bastard. Thank you. Yeah, you really just immediately... the ball. You were like, all his characters are so different, and then immediately brought up the two characters that are the same. I know. I forgot about Shrek for a minute, because it's not his face, so... You know, forget about Dre, that song? No, you don't. No. Of course. It's a Dr. rap song Dre? by Dr. Dre. Yeah, forgot about Dre. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm only familiar with his work, uh, Pause for Porno. Don't know that one. Oh, go look it up when we're done here. Okay. Um, but now I'm picturing a Mike Myers version, Forgot About Fat no. Bastard. Oh, well, I'll have to give or it a Or Forgot About Shrek, either one. Forgot About Shrek. Anyway, Do you um... I think that's it, unless you got anything else to add. Well, I was just going to say, do you think Mike Myers is cool with how people are so obsessed with Shrek, like, in a weird way? Like, in a creepy way? You know, <laughs> Or I do you think... think he's like, my child? <laughs> I think he's fine. I what if he walked into it? his house and it was just all Shrek memorabilia and, like, one Austin Powers action figure? Yeah. And, like, his Wayne's World wig. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, he, he's basically retired now, so... Honestly, good, good for, for him. him. Right? He has had a fruitful career for the most part. He retired at 50. So... But iconic. People wish. Yeah. Semi-retired. He was also in Bohemian Rhapsody, so... You know, not everyone's perfect. Oh. You know, how many times has Daniel Day-Lewis retired? That's true. Uh, so we're going to retire for a week... And be back next week with the final film in the Austin Powers trilogy, Austin Powers in Goldmember. Woo! Woo! So come back for that. It'll be fun. In the meantime, if you want to support us, you can follow us on social media. 
on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash in conclusion. If you want to find me, I am on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and on TikTok, the clock app at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you now that you just spat on your mic? I didn't spit on my mic. I hit my face on it actually. Oh, good. <laughs> I was nodding along and I accidentally just. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Anonymous Prime 883. You can find me on Twitter, where I've been actually tweeting quite a bit lately. You've been very active on Twitter. I I've had to know. be selective with my likes. Thank you, Dan. It's been I've been honestly having some good tweets. I got one the hot. other day that had a lot of likes for me. Like five <laughs> or six. That's a lot. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Autobus Oh wait. Ooh. Nope. You can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out. Capital O for Auto, Capital B for Bots, Capital R for Roll, and the O in Roll and the O in Out are zeros. Follow me if you want to hear about my Trader Joe's adventures. You mean TJ's? TJ! I'm on your Twitter, so. Yeah, you are. Don't worry. Do you think I should change our Twitter profile picture from... Uh, James McAvoy? James McAvoy at some point. Maybe one day. I think our inst- I have been really bad about our Instagram. I'm sorry, friends. I'm going to post something really good soon. Don't you worry. But I think that's also a picture of James McAvoy still. <laughs> and our I header photo is the cast of In Conclusion. Or not In Conclusion, of Home Improvement. Sorry. I was reading. All my wires got twisted up. Oh, God. Where are we? What's going on? I don't know. We'll be back next week talking about Austin Powers and Goldmember. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Bye. I got stung by a bee. Like four weeks ago, Dan, and I believe the sound I made was, I think I'm having a panic attack.